Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast, where you are empowered from the inside out. So, welcome to episode two of season five. I hope that you are enjoying whatever it is that you're doing, whether you are driving. Uh, I hope you're listening to this on hands free. Um, doing some errands, going for a run. Uh, whatever it is, I hope that you are doing well. So today's episode is really going to be about how to win at life. And, you know, we live in a world that is quite scarcity minded. So when I say win, I don't mean win over someone else or over, you know, any other individual. We live in an abundance mindset over here about the fact that there's enough to go around everyone. But winning is also about you know, your level of um, self-investment and self-control and ability to be present in your own life. And I believe that every year presents, you know, like days, a new page for you to write on. You know, you get to write the story on those pages and none of us know how many pages or chapters we have. But what we do get to do is choose what we write on them to a certain extent. Obviously, I know there are so many extenuating circumstances and um, experiences and choices that may have been made, particularly ones that you were born into. But I'm just talking about sort of right now um, and having the ability to make certain choices. So I don't believe that this year will be different unless you choose it to be and I really believe that we have to look beyond the whole think positive just do this and you know um wake up and grind it out at 5am like that may be not for everyone I think we have to look at sort of non-conventional um tips to really build that momentum because that's what you want. And I always say that motivation is like bathing. It doesn't really last. You kind of need it every day. Which is why you have to move beyond that. And go for things that are un- not unconventional. But also ones that will really be practical. And that you can keep up. And that will help you drill down into your why. And drill down into the core of what it is that you're doing, not just for the sake of doing it, not just for the sake of keeping up with the Joneses, (laughs) metaphorically or literally, but actually living a purposeful life. So my first point in how to win at life is develop intention and focus. So every action requires you to ask whether it aligns or moves you away from the life that you want. So that takes a huge amount of presence. If you're not used to being present, if you're just used to, as soon as you wake up, checking your phone, listen, we've all been guilty of this, okay? Those little devices are designed to give us dopamine shots um, in our brain every time we look at it. So listen, this is not a critique of everyone. Everyone, anyone, everyone is in the same boat. So, or being reactive to emails, being reactive to people and things like that, then you won't have had time to focus on what you want the intention of the day to be. You won't have had time to um, decide 
and be focused and say, these are the three things I want to achieve today. And whilst I'd love to achieve more, these are the, this, this is where my focus is going to be. And then therefore, this is where I'm going to sort of let things rest. So does it align with who you want to be and the type of life you want to have? You know, we often don't decide who we want to be because we automatically just have this assumption that what I think must be true. No, like who told you that? You have to always ask yourself with every thought, who told you that? Is it actually true? Is it reflective of my current situation? Because this will really help you create that intention and focus. You know, you won't be distracted by your own thoughts either. So ask yourself, is this aligning with who I want to be as a person, my morals, my um, character, my values, the principles that I live by? Is this something that will help me move towards that picture that I have every single day, incrementally building that momentum, that compound effect? Because that's how you build self-respect. That's how you build confidence because it's mainly to do with the reputation you have with yourself confidence as we all have seen in life that is built on anything external external or anyone external to you is actually detrimental because those things are subject to change that's not to say that you don't value or you don't respect or you don't take care of anything outside of you it's just to say that can't be the root and so when you take the time to ask yourself does this align with who I want to be what I want to do you are setting yourself up for that sense of um, victory and everyday victory where you're living a life that isn't one where you're chasing things just six months from now you're learning to appreciate the journey and you're learning to appreciate sort of who you're becoming on the way there and you're crucially learning the lessons about what it's like to sort of change who you are change your life and that that takes an enormous amount of you know effort and energy and knowing why you're doing it and the end result um for some it could be leaving a legacy for some it could be um overcoming generational patterns for some it could be because you finally found what you're passionate about and you want to help other people with it it could be because this is what really truly brings you joy and you are willing to do you know whatever is illegal and moral as I always say to make it come to fruition and so again like that intention and focus is key But you have to ask yourself, who do you want to be? Sit down, write it down, bullet point, you know, make a voice note to yourself. Don't send it to anyone. I don't advise you to do that because these things are about the relationship that you have with yourself. And so if you have a robust relationship with yourself and and your identity, then you're not going to allow other people to take away your intention and your focus. So you have to know what life you want, you know, what is your why and you know, what is it outside of, you know, your social circle, your money, your followers, your, you know, your looks, um, your relationship status, you know, whether you're a parent or not, what is it outside of that? And I think many people can get lost with 
defining themselves in a particular way and not really understand and build that momentum to work on who they are. So develop a foundation so that you are unshakable. And also having intention and focus helps you focus on what's important. You will have everything from either the people that you're around to more sort of macro entities like the news, you know, maybe your neighbors, maybe your, you know, if you're in school, your professors or whatever. So all of these things can come to sort of pull your intention and focus. And much of how we behave and how we perceive things is really driven by our subconscious mind. So by becoming more intentional and focused in what you do, what you say, how you think, it means that you are really not only taking away the damaged and doing away with the damaged neuro pathways that maybe not sort of beneficial to you in your thinking, but you're building new neuro pathways so that it over time becomes a part of your subconscious mind so that you're reprogramming yourself in that way. Most people feel like they're not able to make those changes, but you can. And, you know, if it was easy, everybody would do it. But the best things aren't necessarily easy, but they are possible. So this leads me on to my second point, which is remove um, negatives or negaholics, as I say, from your life. You know, this includes you. So as I said, like question your own thoughts, you know, this isn't just about looking outwards and saying, you know, I'm going to say goodbye to negative Nancy. It's also about making sure that you don't have a negative Nancy inside your own head. So you don't need naysayers, you know, and this is, as I said, different from mentors or people who have sort of gone ahead, people who display the morals and values and mindsets that you admire and people who have literally been there, done that. So you have to examine, you know, where this critique or where this opinion is coming from and whether it's relevant to you. And so it is different from people who are genuinely trying to help you and, you know, see you win in life. But one of the ways that you can really win in life is ensure that you just don't attach yourself to that kind of criticism. Question sort of the source. And it means that you're not allowing people in your ear who don't want to see you succeed professionally and personally. Now, I think a lot of people, particularly work if you work inside an office or a corporate environment, um, you know, we've all (laughs) encountered situations where, you know, some people just aren't happy for others. And you have to understand that a lot of that is to do with the fact that they're triggered and they haven't addressed those triggers. They're either projecting or they're operating from their inner child, which they haven't really addressed or aren't even aware of. So all of that means it's got nothing to do with you, but that doesn't mean that you tolerate it because being a person of principles doesn't mean that you just lie down. It means that you remove those people from your life who don't want to see not just you, but anyone win because that kind of mindset will rub off on you. It can rub off on your, just how you go about things and I've seen interviews with people who say, because someone said one thing to me, I didn't pursue this for five years or 10 years. And it is so important to examine exactly what the motives of other people are and the motives of sort of why that is put in place. And most of these things are very subtle. 
So a lot of people imagine, oh, my haters, my haters. Yeah, whatever. People who dislike you are very obvious. You don't have to worry about that. I'm talking about the people who just don't necessarily, you know, aren't truly excited when something great happens to you. They're like, oh, that's nice. You know, oh, good for you. Um, that I know that that may sound like a compliment, but that's not, <laughs> that's really not. So you have to pick these up without becoming neurotic or paranoid. It's just a sense of energy that you get and you can't sort of, you know, um, fake that. And it's also to do with people who wish to dominate you in your decisions, people who can't respect your no, even in the simplest of things. They ask you, I'll use a simple example, like, you know, do you want some water? That's a simple example. And you say, no, I'm good, thanks. No, 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 have some, have some. Like, it's, it's important that you have people who respect your autonomy and people who don't derive their sense of um, success or confidence from not seeing you grow and develop and move forward in life. That is so key. And you will have to make the sacrifice of not having the abundance of, you know, closeness that you would probably want in a season because it's so crucial that you surround yourself with the right people. We are made for um, socializing. We are made to connect with other people, but attention and just having people physically with you, that doesn't equate to connection. And it doesn't equate to people who are good for your mental, spiritual, and emotional health. So I am so passionate about this because we live in a world of a hamster's wheel. Not everyone is taught the skills and the tools because being in relation to others, whether personally or professionally, requires skills that you build up over time, which is fantastic news for all of us because it means that you can change and you can put these things into practice. But you have to surround yourself with people who love to see other people win. That's how you win in life by you ensuring that you don't have a negative Nancy in your head and that you want to see other people win genuinely because you live in that abundance mindset that I mentioned at the start of this podcast, but also that you surround yourself with people who literally are not busy complaining about what they don't have or busy complaining about how they haven't done this and that when they could be busy getting on with it and not disparaging other people who have had the courage to go for something. Um, I believe that you don't want your life to be in other people's hands and you don't want to be, you don't want other people to be the reason why you regret something. You want to take 100% responsibility for your life and your choices. And one of the ways that you do that is ensure that you have people around you who champion others and who understand that it's important not to stay stagnant and staying stagnant doesn't mean that um it's not the same as sort of being loyal to a job for five years because you could be loyal to that job that's not stagnation if you're growing within that role if you're growing within the sort of relational interactions that you're having that's challenging you to grow in your leadership and things like that so that's not stagnation what i'm talking about is people who don't want to see you implement changes that aren't beneficial to them so you gotta you gotta get used to people disliking your changes maybe even disliking you and that's okay most of it as I always say it's not personal so 
how to win at life point number two get rid of the negative nancies in your life (laughs) and that leads me on to the last point which is conserve your energy you know if there's one thing there's one thing particularly given the last 18 to 20 months that I would encourage you to do is to conserve your energy and preserve what you give attention to which is kind of linked to my first point about intention and focus because attention as we have now seen is a commodity it is a commodity but you have the power to decide what you give your attention to who you give it to and I really believe that if you're robbed of your focus consistently then you will be robbed of your life and if you're listening to this you likely have the resources to make certain choices and so I would really encourage you to ask yourself what do I give attention to that isn't beneficial to me and what do I give attention to that is beneficial to me and my growth and so it may not be always things that you know are pleasant but the things that move you towards where you want to be but knowing how to conserve your energy knowing that you don't always need the last word knowing that you don't need to always prove a point knowing that somebody doesn't always need a response knowing that you don't need to respond to every single email straight away even if the deadline is two minutes away somebody else's emergency as i always say and i said in the last podcast i believe is not your emergency so conserve your energy because you and also be okay with the backlash that may come from that whether it's overt or covert backlash just just be okay with that and decide that you are going to be maintaining your wellness in all its forms first and foremost we live in a world that sort of previously before the wellness trend and even now even with the wellness trend sort of champion people who put themselves last and particularly for women as well but I think it's important that to know that putting yourself first doesn't mean that you become a selfish sort of know-it-all who does zero consideration for anything else no it just means that you fill your cup up first it means that you put the mask on yourself first (laughs) either literally or figuratively it means that you are able to Fill up your cups that when you are doing the task that you need to do, when you are around other people, you can give them 100% because you're not looking to extract from them. You're not looking for the external world to be your sort of compass to things because you've already decided that. So that's one of the benefits of conserving your energy. It's taking your personal power back It's ensuring that you're looking after yourself and you're holding yourself accountable for treating yourself like someone that you care about. And this doesn't mean just spa days or whatever or blah, blah, blah. It it means that you are able to discern and grow in self-awareness, which is what this point really is about, about what is helpful to you and what is not helpful to you. You always have a choice, even if situations and other people may make it seem like you don't, actually you do. And I would empower you to take that ownership um, as soon as possible. And it will feel uncomfortable because most of our behavior is based on our neuropathways and it's based on behavior that we've 
sort of perfected over time, but you can make those changes gradually every single day, 1%, you know, build up that momentum because this is how you, I believe that you will win by developing intention and focus, removing, you know, negativity from your life, but also conserving your energy and being sort of consistent and realistic about what you can do because before you know it you will have made changes that you probably didn't anticipate and you will be a lot more mentally sound and stronger to be able to face even the unexpected which is where you want to be you don't want to be scrambling trying to you know learn all this stuff or prepare your skills and things like that when the situation comes about you want to have it in your toolbox but more importantly, you want it to be so embedded in your subconscious and you want it to be embedded in your mindset and how you talk about yourself, to yourself, you know, how you talk to other people, how you interact with other people, what you allow from other people, so many things. And this includes people that are even close to you. All of this applies because a purposeful life doesn't happen by accident. And a purposeful life doesn't happen by just going with the flow. Yes, I believe in, you know, letting things go, but only after you've done what you can or you've put in place the changes that you can and then letting it go. So I hope this episode helped you and feel free to share with anyone who you think needs a bit of encouragement or a reminder about how to really start and build some core foundations to win at life. Don't forget to follow us on Not Your Average Official on Instagram and at The Style Sif- Symphony. That's at The Style Symphony, um, where we cover everything fashion, beauty, and lifestyle related um, to complement what we do here uh, at Not Your Average. Not Your Average is part of the Style Symphony family. And so I really believe in looking good on the inside out. This is why I always say, this is why our tagline is that, inside out, because I believe that both are important and neither is shallow. Uh, And the reality is we live in a world where people will judge you by how you look, but also you will judge yourself by your own presentation, which is where it starts. That's why I'm so passionate about empowering and sharing things that I feel will be helpful to you not only in this space of personal development but also in the space of fashion beauty and wellness so i hope you enjoy this episode thank you as ever for listening and i'll see you on the next episode bye